I yeah. will. I you guys saw my message about mom was listening to the episode and you started the game. She's like, that was the all best thing that I the best thing I ever read. <laughs> Shay, did you read that? That Becky writes that mom's answer for all three was bye, 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 bye. That's <laughs> just too. That's just so gold. That's pure gold. And she was, <laughs> and she was very upset to hear Shy's reaction to up, and she wanted me to tell her. <laughs> Where she goes, and Josh Usher specifically asked. I don't know if you read that. That he he can't wait for mom to be on. Oh yeah, that's something I feel like we got to build. Here we are, and welcome to the Friday Night Movie Podcast, where I get together with my sisters who live in far-flung places, and we talk about everything from movies to our childhood to. The occasional making fun of and taunting of each other. Uh, welcome, Lily, calling in from the Canary Islands. How are you? Oh my goodness! Well, did she? Did we lose her already? I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why no, did it no, take no. so long to? I'm to good. Reply? I'm good. Did her Wi-Fi break already? I don't know. Oh, okay. No, it didn't break. I'm good. I'm good. Getting ready in a few days. I'm crossing the pond to to go to Becky's. I, I know. All the way in California. It's I know. Like a long schlep. In a few <laughs> weeks, we'll be it. recording in person, the three of us. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very exciting. All right, and Becky calling in from California. How are you doing? I am huge. I'm really good, <laughs> but I am huge right now. Like huge is in your famous, or is it just a pregnancy-related comment? Oh, I just meant like physically huge. Um, I was briefly famous in Canada around 2008. But not since then. Um, and uh, now I'm just physically enormous and ready to get this baby out of me. Um, and uh, doing your dishes, apparently. <laughs> Is it you again? What? No, that's not me. That's not me. I'm in bed. I'm like, you know, it's quiet room. I'm not. Will, was that you? No, I'm just I hear things, something. I hear things dunking. I had Are you to washing take a someone. Drink. No, I had to take a drink. Right. I was parched. very that was a very loud drink. Okay. And mom is visiting you? How's that? Oh right. Mom is visiting. It's great. It's like it really is like having Bevy here. It's wonderful. She's um she's uh she's taking care of me. She's cooking. She's she's kinda cleaning. She keeps offering to go down and like change the laundry, but then like forgets and so She's kind of like mostly yeah. being Mom's, helpful. And I'm yeah. super helpful. I just don't, not in the cleaning she's department. Like, she's no. a little bit, oh no, she was very helpful in the cleaning department because she wanted to make sure the cleaning lady could come twice next week. So she paid for that. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, can she also come on Thursday? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so. And I'm sure you're okay. finding reading glasses all over the place. All over the place. <laughs> Lost reading glasses. Uh, Yes, um, but it's great. No, it's great having her. And how are you, brother? How shit? And I was really, really. <laughs> I, l- about I how swear, this time I wasn't gonna yeah. forget. You were doing the when intro, you asked like, me. I'm not. I thought forget. to be like. I thought to be like. No, no, no. How are you? So I no, wouldn't I'm... forget. But then I was like, I'm just gonna answer. Oh. And then uh, I forgot. <laughs> all right. Well. Yeah. No. Uh, how are you, Shy? How you doing? Well, uh, well, I got a lot of things on my mind. Uh, first of all, um, I think we've got to take a moment to remember uh, Jaime Skolnick, the founder and owner of Beauty's Luncheonette in yeah. Montreal, who passed away at the age of uh, mid-90s, 96, 
I think is, is the is the age I saw and countless times we went to beauties to eat and I'm sure it is still the best breakfast in the world um but he was always there waiting in the front pointing out which seats were available offering free banana bread to uh you especially if you brought your kids um and he was just a lovely soul and human being and an icon of the city and and I miss him even though I'm not in the city uh with him right now um do you guys have any any fond duties or memories I mean every meal you ever ate (laughs) there is a fond memory I mean there's there's no such thing as going to beauties and being disappointed um no but I not not in not just in honor of his passing, but sort of co- coincidentally, this weekend I had a we had a big brunch at the house um, for for Vlad's birthday, and um, and I bought you know a couple dozen bagels from a shop in Oakland called Beauties Bagels that is named Beauties as an homage to our Beauties in Montreal, and they do Montreal style bagels. So that was very special to get to, you know, have a little have a little beauties hit this weekend and think of Jaime and all the wonderful meals we had there. Yeah. Do you guys have a, do you have a particular favorite thing you used to order? I know what my favorite thing was, but there's the super beauties too, right? That's mine. Super beauties too. Two eggs, two pancakes, two sausages, two, uh, bacons. And I think uh, there might've been ham as well. There's definitely sausage and bacon, home fries, and then it came with a Montreal bagel toasted with, like, I think jelly and butter on the side. Um, and those pancakes, to me, yeah. are and always will be the greatest pancakes in the history of the world. There's mm-hmm. no no better pancake. The way they're crispy on the outside and just melt in your mouth on the inside, I've never, never tasted a pancake that came close to those pancakes, and I've had some really good ones. How about you, That's Becca? Awesome. Me? Oh, yeah. Well, I had my, my standard breakfast order was mushroom and Swiss omelet with bagel mm. on the side. But I also mm-hmm. had a dessert order that could be like a breakfast dessert order or just like a fun order. And that would be a piece of toasted banana bread with um, yep. ice cream on top. Ice cream on top. No kidding. I mm-hmm. never. You guys oh, must yeah. have eaten you there never... a lot. Because I uh, ate yeah. with you. I just, I, they also I, did like a perfect yeah. grilled cheese. Like my favorite, favorite grilled cheese. I get grilled cheese there a lot, too. I would say my favorite is the yeah the mushroom Swiss or sometimes I'd I'd switch it up and do spinach Swiss. The omelet was just so good it wasn't like overwhelming. I mean it was huge but you know what I mean I don't know how to explain it was like always so fluffy and like equal parts egg cheese mushrooms just so well done. And then um, yeah I would say that like one of the most amazing things that I have never been able to replicate. I've tried to replicate the toasted piece of banana bread. With ice cream or something, when people have come for dinner and, like, I want to serve that as, like, an American dessert here, and it's just, like, a hot mess. And I don't really understand how they are able to do it at Beauty's, mm. but it's so good. Shy, it's mm. just, like, if you, when you go back, you have to order that. A, a piece of banana bread, but it's crispy and, like, toasted and, like, as if you stuck it in a toaster. That's amazing. I don't know. Well, I don't know, guys. So I'm on their weird. Instagram page right now, and my mouth is watering. Really? My is there a picture of the banana bread? No, my, my no most, I don't see it. My most recent memory was from a year ago, and we um, walked uh, from uh, the old city all the way up to Beauty, so we really earned that meal. And as usual, Allie was looking to order some sort of, like, egg white omelet or salad or Ugh. something like that. Ugh, uh, Allie, what a waste. And I looked at her and I said, please, <laughs> please just order the mishmash. 
please. I begged her to order the mishmash. And she did. And it was incredible. It's, I mean, <sighs> mishmash you expected to be, it's, it's salami and eggs with a, a layer of complexity and taste that just doesn't exist anywhere else. Amazing. They have a picture of the mishmash on their Instagram cooking. Oh, I want to eat that right now. Well, anyways, <sighs> if anybody's listening uh, who's been there, I'm sure you're remembering Beauty's Well. And if you haven't uh, been there, um, the best breakfast you'll ever have in your life is at Beauty's in Montreal on Mount Royal Street. Check it out. Um, well, um, I also had a birthday last week. Um, it was marked with, as a continuation of the story from last week, uh, me getting strep throat, um, which I haven't gotten since like the Mm. 1990s, um, from our uh, younger child and, um, descending into uh, 102, 103 fever. Um, Sorry. Wait, I want to hear your story, but can I just quickly interrupt? We have to go back to beauties for a second. What? Yeah, go. I'm on their, I'm on their, like I said, I'm on their Instagram page and I'm just looking through all the pictures and I pop open a picture and it's a picture of Brandon Pinchuk and Jordan and their kids. Oh yeah. At Beauties on Instagram? It's just like on Beauties official like Instagram page. It's a picture of them. I'm sure they're eating breakfast. It's just really funny. Instagram though, right? Not their website. No, like on the Beauties Instagram page. That's hilarious. (laughs) It's just really funny. I'm like, I know those guys. Sorry, Shai, so you had 103 fever, so I had 100, which is not funny. 103 fever, uh, not funny at all, except that it does keep in with the theme of, you know, going on vacation or having your birthday and being so sick that mm. you essentially miss your birthday. Um, uh, but that being said, I got some pretty amazing presents this year from you guys and from um, my in-laws, um, all, arounding the, uh, all, all around the arrival of the Nintendo Switch at my house, um, which um, uh, Barbara and Jim brought over. Um, and some incredible games in Super Mario Kart um, from uh, Ali, and then Zelda Breath of the Wild from you guys. And I think, um, so just to give a brief review of the experience, Nintendo Switch is a pretty amazing platform. It's like having a whole game system with an HDTV, but in your lap. Um, Mario Kart operates like Mario Kart, only the best version of Mario Kart you've ever played. Pretty straightforward. Zelda Breath of the Wild. This is a game that is in the series of the Zelda game, which most people, including myself, argue is maybe the best video game ever made. Um, Tons of hype, tons of stuff written about how incredible and immersive this game is. And I admit, modern video games confuse me a little bit, so maybe I'm not 100% getting it all. But I click on the game. Beautiful graphics. First two hours I spend walking around in this quote-unquote open world is just finding the guy pants. So, <laughs> like, just finding the guy pants. Like, that was the that was the first two hours, just wandering around in the dark, finding pants. So, eventually, you dress the guy. Um, and then you accidentally walk even your pants and your clothes into, like, a, a wintry area and freeze to death right away. Um, and then we run into one of these old men. And back in the old days of Zelda, an old man would give you advice. And the old man's main advice for you involves cooking. Not fighting. I was going to say, get a jacket. But cooking. No, but cooking. And as I started exploring the universe, I start picking up different fruits and vegetables and spices. And all of the tips that pop in for the game are all around cooking. Are all around cooking. Did you get the wrong edition? No, I was thinking for a second I got the Becky Corman Great British Baking version of Zelda Breath of the Wild. 
Which would happen. Because, because the Teach main... Teach you a good life skill. The main excitement that I have found in the game so far is that you have to find ingredients and make recipes. What? And find what? a torch in order to light a bowl in order to... And, and and they encourage you. They're like, experiment with recipes. Try throwing three mushrooms and two hot chili peppers and some Okay, you're on the wrong. What is you, there's going like several on? several games you could have chosen within a game, and you chose, like, the cooking Zelda, because this makes no sense. I've seen, like, four trolls and fought them with a, um, uh, like a Spatula? <laughs> the equivalent of, well, no, like, I had an axe for a little while, and then, like, a wooden club. Well, um, I feel like a good chef's knife would do. Well, the so other probably. thing I have, but I'm afraid to use it in battle because I don't want to break it, is a torch that I use to light my fires for cooking all my food. But it seems the entire so game... I just... It just feels more realistic, this version. It, it seems that video games, like the way they are now when they talk about immersive, is they want them to feel as real as possible, such that like you are actually just living what life would be like to be this person 350 years ago. So is the game... Because I've heard this game is supposed to be like on another level of incredible, like the I, greatest I mean, game ever created, may, and you're may, just, it's maybe, not good. Maybe eventually you build a house and mow the lawn and then fight some bad guys. It's, uh, I know. It, it, it is, well, no, I'm totally addicted to it. Let's be clear. I, I, stayed, oh, okay. up, I stayed up for like an hour last night um, uh, making recipes and seeing how long they could make me stay warm in that cold, wintry place. So in any so event, it's but so are you going to enjoy the game and keep it, or are you going to return it? No, no, no. I'm going to keep playing it because I will say at the end I got to fight a rock monster that like took me an hour to to not beat. So eventually I'm going to get back and try to try to beat the rock mm-hmm. monster. Maybe I have to make like a quiche for him or something like that. It's <laughs> um, in any event. So, so I thank you guys for the for the birthday presents. Um, uh, for the birthday presents because it is super super cool. And I and while I'm joking about the fact that the Zelda game is mostly cooking, um, it is quite incredible and um, uh, I'm having a lot of fun playing with it. So thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I've got there. Um, the other thing, have you guys ever seen the movie Babe? No. All right, then. forget it. I'm not going to talk about it. No, thank you. I'll not, skip. Well, Next topic. Skip. If any of our fans are awful. said we skipped over the topic of Babe, tweet at us and let us know. We'll bring it up next time. <laughs> Nobody okay. give a shit. All right, getting into I'm our big, uh, getting into our big topic of the day. A major event is happening in pop pop culture in a couple of weeks, and that is the release of the eighth entry into the. Star Wars saga, The Last Jedi. And as we've discussed before, I have a lot of anxiety about this. And I think by the time this episode air, airs, it'll be pretty close to when the movie's coming out. So I feel like i got to get out some of the major questions I have uh, to you guys, and hopefully you can help me work through some of the stress that I have. So, first of all, just broadly, Lil, what do you want to see mm. in, this, in this next movie? What do I want to see? Mm-hmm. Like, what are themes the next... and things you want to see? Well, I'd like to see... Hmm. I'd say that I'd like to see... You know, I, I just... I'd hope that they don't kind of mess up Mark Hamill, like Luke Skywalker coming back to to be part of the film. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see as him as some, like, crotchety, like, annoyed old dude. 
You know what I mean? Like, I want him to be cool and, like, mentory and, like, the Luke Skywalker we hoped he would have grown up to become, right? Because, like, we haven't seen him in a really long time. And he's old and he kind of is, like, hermity, all hidden away, a la yoga. Yoga. Yoda. <laughs> Tired. You know what I mean? And so, like, I just hope they don't make him all like, oh, Jedis are annoying. Let's make, you know, we can't have any more Jedis. I, I want him to be the, I'm not saying he has to be the new Han Solo, but I just want him to be the mentor to Ray that, like, we hope he has been able to become. Okay, cool. That's what I hope. All right, see. back. what do you want to see? I, uh, well... I don't, is it, this is like a bit of a, sorry, I don't mean this to be like a, a disappointing answer, but I'm, I'm not putting, I like going into this kind of movie with no hope or expectation because I want to enjoy it thoroughly. You know, like I went into Force Awakens with no expectations and I just let it show me what you got kind of thing. And then on the, and then afterwards I can do my analysis I don't have anything that I need to see or I don't want to see. I, I'm just, I think I'm all around excited. I mean, I love the, I really, really, really do love the new characters. I love Poe. I love Finn. Um, and I want to, I, like, I obviously want to see lots of them. I love Ray. Like, I want to see lots of the, the new characters, um, which I'm assuming they're going to be in it. I'm assuming there's going to be more Poe in this one. Um, but, no, I don't have anything that I'm, that I, like, want to see necessarily i, I want to see whatever it is wherever it is that they're going to take us with it so i want to see a i feel most strongly in agreement with lily that i i want to see luke's character done justice there's a lot of disagreement and controversy which i don't think is warranted as to whether or not luke's a good character whether or not he's whiny to me he is his his development from farm boy to badass jedi in black saving the day willing to sacrifice himself is such an important element of the meaning of the first three star wars movies um that i, I don't want to see any of that undone in this next movie i don't want to see any like luke turns to the dark side nonsense if he's beat down and he is crotchety or he is fearful about using the force then i want to see a really good explanation so that this luke disappearance has been justified um and i definitely want to see a lot more of the poe finn dynamic that we saw at the beginning of the previous movie i want to see them go on some kind of adventure because i think those two are great and hilarious together as like a a buddy team um all right okay so now prediction oh sorry go ahead we're gonna say something Oh, no, no, I, no, no, no. I, Let's keep going. No, Predictions. I, no but I, I was just going to be like, yes, no, are Ray and Adam Driver brother and sister? Oh, okay. So, all right. Uh, well, then let's ooh. do Just say yes or no. Let's do the. You know um, what I mean? Like. <sighs> okay. So, I've got a lot of feelings on this. Okay. So, number one, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> I'm going to go with no. Yeah. Gut instinct, no. Gut instinct, Both no. Both of you are saying no. No. Yeah. I, I, here I have huge caveats. Okay. One is. All right. One is my super crazy conspiracy theory, and that is if you rearrange, notwithstanding bad spelling, Kylo Ren, <laughs> it says Ray clone. And to me, okay, that's crazy. I know it's crazy, okay. but that Ray is either a clone of him or a clone of somebody else in the Skywalker gene pool, um, or she is a, crea- a creation from the dark side of the Force. 
the way um, it's implied that Anakin was um, uh, in the in Revenge of the Sith when they imply that Darth uh, Plagueis was able to create Anakin Skywalker from the from the Force. Um, so that that's one that's one scenario. I think the other scenario that probably makes well, it's easier, but is that she is in fact Luke's daughter and that they are in fact related. Um, mm-hmm. What about you, Ben? You, what, do you, what do you think? You think that, sorry, you said you think that's implied? I, I think that they're related. I don't I don't think they're brother oh. and sister. I think that if they're... Yeah, they're cous- they'd be cousins, right? I think that they're cousins, and I think that, that that's the only way it works to me. I don't buy any but, of this, she's Obi-Wan Kenobi's granddaughter nonsense. No, I think they're going to do something to mirror, you know, the 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 previous storyline. So it'll either like, it could be, yes, it could be a brother sister thing to mirror Luke and Leia, but I, I don't think that's what it is. Or, you know, it could be something like you said, where she's like created the same way Anakin was created. I think those are all like possibilities, but um, I, I do hope that the connection is very, is like the, the Ray and Luke connection. That's what I, I like. I would like that. I would find that satisfying. Um, so you're hoping that that's his daughter. Or yeah, his daughter or something. Um, I yeah. Oh wait, I had thought of something. Wait, uh, keep going because I had a point. But okay, if she's Obi Wan's granddaughter, then who's her parents? Is that was that one of the theories you said, Shy? Like well, she could be Obi Wan's granddaughter, not daughter. Granddaughter. Yeah, I guess granddaughter. Uh, and then, I don't know. I don't know. I will tell you what I don't want to see that I will be like, I'll be really upset if for some reason the storyline goes there. And I know there's been talk about it because in the poster she's wearing red. It isn't red like a Sith color or something, Shai. Isn't that it? Mm-hmm. Right? All right. I will be really upset if they make her turn to the dark side. I will feel like I have just been no, completely betrayed I mean, if they do that. To me, that would be... I, to, to, I, I, I'm with you. I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't I, see. I think the general place it's going, and that if you watch the Clone Wars and some of the other side Star Wars stuff, which I, I like, but I'm not a monster fan of, but I've absorbed a lot of it. I think one of the things they're getting at, and that the, the trailer hints at, in the whole notion of the Jedi's going away, is not that the, the Jedi's with the powers who are good guys and guardians go away. But the Jedi's as an orthodoxy that adheres to this very strict set of rules was a failed system, and that in order for people to um, truly like master the Force, they need to be able to embrace a certain amount of uh, darkness and connection. Um, like like Yoda's always telling Luke not to worry about his friends. Well, Luke's caring about his friends and caring about his father were the things that helped him defeat Darth Vader and defeat the Empire. But within everything else we learned about the Jedi, it's it they, the the Jedi's were always telling him the opposite, um, and so I think we're gonna learn that she's gonna somehow have to have, you know, a, a, a more complex emotional field than just being all good all the time and being a monk, um, mm-hmm. and that's more where it's going, um, and perhaps that that will show us something about Adam Driver's character as well hmm interesting so okay and do you guys so do you what what about um adam driver's character do you think he gets meaner a la darth vader oh yeah in, totally. in empire strikes back sure yeah for sure yeah. i mean yeah he's gonna go but i i'm hoping that 
as opposed to Darth Vader eventually being, you know, defeated and and it being somewhat of like I said, a tragedy for Luke and that whole thing is is the I'm hoping that maybe by the end he he can be brought back over like a reverse Anakin, you know, and, and like not maybe just he to can, die at the very end, but actually right, come back like yeah, be... exactly. If he can somehow be saved, for lack of a better word, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, like, I think it would be nice. I mean, I think it's very obvious that he would, you know, implode in on himself, right? Because if he's the villain and he's the bad guy, he's the dark side. So I think there's, like, three options. He dies, he gets away, or he is able to kind of, kind of like a Magneto thing. Like, good, bad. Not necessarily he becomes, like, all, you know, Jedi, but, you know, I feel like he, it'd be cool if he's more complex than just good or bad. I'll say this about Adam Driver. If there's a guy they could make me mm-hmm. think who's truly evil in the first one and end up rooting for by the end of a series, that is the actor that could do it. 100%. But I, but I can't emotionally wrap myself around the idea that Ray could be bad. And same thing with Luke Skywalker. No, right. I just yeah, can't. I don't, yeah. I don't I think, think that, that that's... Be, like, I think it would be a betrayal. It would be also... It's like almost silly. Why would they go in that direction? Um, I mean, if they well, do... Well, people are talking about that, you know? Right, I guess. Um, but I do think that the this film will, of course, as the the second film in a in you know a series of three often is always is, um, it's going to be darker, you know, it's going to be heavier, um, and it's going to leave a lot of unanswered, a lot of unanswered questions, you know, or or be like it's really going to be like the setup film as we know for the third one. So I think a lot of times people go into like the second film and they're like but I didn't get that satisfying ending or this and that. And you're like, well, it's cause you're going to get deeper and darker so you can have the payoff in the third. So, yeah. yeah the other thing is, is that uh, there are these obvious plot points that haven't been revealed yet. I'd like to see a lot of them revealed at this point, because I don't think that surprise for me, cause I don't remember not knowing Darth Vader is Luke's father. Spoiler alert. Uh, um, <laughs> well, uh, what do you mean? Uh, you, don't, like, you don't remember finding that out? I don't remember finding it out for the first time. I just always have known it. Like I was too young I to remember yeah. when I first found out. Um, so okay. I never had that experience of being surprised in the movie theater. So Stars has always been great to me, regardless of any surprising kind of ending. Um, and to me, that is what makes Star Wars great. A reveal just makes it. If a reveal is this thing, this, the thing this thing is waiting on, that's too much of a. Uh, a gimmick it has to just be like mm-hmm. strength and justified a uh, strong and justified story and relationships like if it's revealed yeah. that he's that you know ray's really yoda's granddaughter just because they wanted to surprise <laughs> surprise everyone i'd be like wah, wah. right like we're we need to find out in this film what her connection is right. to the force Exactly. Which would mimic yeah. the original Star Wars. You find out the big reveal yeah. in the second one. And then... Exactly. I, I think it'll follow that pattern. But, I, and, I but, but they don't find out that they're siblings until till the return of the third show. one. Until right. Wait, they don't so find their like, siblings. You know the that they're siblings, right? But they don't know. You know only because she's able to communicate with him when he's hanging upside down at um, at the end of Empire. But you don't know for sure. But like Mom with her prediction powers predicted it you know okay nobody was surprised so they left some sort of kind of reveal for the third in the original three it's like like i mean um in when kylo ren kills 
sorry if anybody hasn't seen though, Force Awakens, it's your own fault, kills Han Solo, he's aware it's his dad, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It, and and there's a whole question as to remember when he says, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the courage to do it. You know, what is that thing? Is it that in order to kill his father and sever his mm-hmm. relationships, he's going to go deeper to the dark side so he can go closer to being like Darth Vader? Is it, is this a Dumbledore Snape situation and he's going under? I, I haven't finished Harry Potter, so it's not huh. ruined that. What? Well, that's yeah. a file under your own fault are you situation. Like, are you like currently still reading it? What do you, what do you mean you're not reading it? No, but I might one day. You I like... might one day and nobody has ruined it for me mm-hmm. yet, so let's just keep it up. All right. Fair wow, Will. Okay. But I mean, what I, anyways, the point is, is that, is it, is, are, are Luke and Kylo Ren on the same side and whatever the evil is that Kylo Ren is going to fight, is he going undercover somehow? Um, I don't think he would kill his dad just to be undercover. No, I don't think so, Shy. He's not no, undercover. No, no, I, I, I'm just throwing it out there as like the very, as the various option. Or was he trying to go back to the good side in that moment and then changed his mind and went ahead and killed um, his father? His dad. Yeah. So this leads me to a good, this is a perfect segue to my next question, which is, will Luke die in the next episode? And and do you want him to? I don't want him to. No, and I don't no. think he will. Yeah. I, that guy's I, no Harrison Ford. He He's no enjoying no. this career resurgence. I don't think he's asking anybody to kill him off. I also think, like you were saying, like they're gonna they have to do his character justice, and I and I hope he has a big and important role. You know, it would be great to see him have a big and important role in the second and third film and for him not to die, or at least not to die until the third one. Yeah, have, I'd like to see if he, the trauma that that guy has endured in his life, I would like to, right, remember his his aunt and uncle were burned alive. He goes on this mission, his new father figure dies within like a week of him meeting him. You know, then he gets his hand That's cut true. off by the guy who turns out to be his dad. Um, he's destroying his the sister, universe, right? Yeah, he, he, he made out with his, his sister. sister. I mean, then it he... was like it was like a light. Yeah, but he's got the hot it was for a sm- sister. It was, for it was a yeah. twenty no, minutes. The, like it's the one, weird. Wo- the one woman you you see, he has any kind of interest in, turns out to be his sister, and then he has to go. And his basically... best friend ends up with her. So and then, that's like, and then he has <laughs> to go deep into the belly of the beast and essentially be willing to kill his father and then ca- carry his father's like dying body out and then light it on fire. Um, yeah. he's had a, rough, a rough time and then clearly his nephew who is going to be the heir to the you know jedi goes bananas and kills everybody <laughs> so he's had a rough life i'd like to see him die more like yoda where he dies of old age and disappears into the force versus make some sort of sacrifice um also because i think talk about gimmicky if they kill off a major one of the original three characters um in every movie <laughs> It's super lame. Yeah. Um, well, and how are they going to do Leia? They're just going to. Well, she's I, just going to die, or I think which the, is terrible. I, mean, I think it's so the, sad. I think the previews imply she's going to get probably injured or something, or hurt or killed in some sort of raid on the Rebel um, stronghold, and I think that'll probably be it for her. Um, but I'm not sure. Hmm. We'll see. Maybe she'll go into the Force. You never know, and uh, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but okay. So I, I'm with you guys. No and no. I, I don't think he'll die because I think it's too obvious, and I don't want him to die because I want his character to um, be that mentor and to get through to the end, unlike every other single old Jedi in the history right. of the movies, uh, aside from Yoda. 
Okay. So is Yoda is Yoda still alive? No, no Yoda, Yoda he just, disappears into the forest. That, okay, it was that, into the forest. It was that scene that helped me first talk to my children about death, by the way. Huh, well, that's beautiful. interesting. Beautiful. Oh, I have a question, Chai. Do you think it's important before seeing Last Jedi to rewatch um, you know, episodes what is it? Four, five, six? Or four and five, I mean, I mean, four, five, and six at least, to get ready for, like, Luke's coming back so we can understand who he was, what he's been through. Is that, like, some good, you so, know, should, or what do you think? I think that's a great question. I think if you're me and you've seen them so many times and you are a Luke Skywalker fan, you do not need to. But I think mm-hmm. it is really important to appreciate because I think Luke is the most underappreciated character by the sort of wide vans who are like, Empire Strikes Back the best, Luke is whiny. Um, uh, if, if that's your instinct or you just want to get into the Luke character, I think it's really important to see that he is whiny in the first one. He's coming into his own in the second one and then un- undergoes this. You see, even Kompai agrees. He's, he's, Are you kidding me? That's not my dog. Oh, Someone, that's, that's, that's a Baca. pot calling Someone, the water dog black over there. Doorbell, which is really weird. Um, I'm just saying. We don't know anyone that, around here. Does, That's the pot calling you, the water dog. Are you getting the door, or are you? Or is mom getting the door? No, I'm, mom's napping. No, but I bet you Becky's dog is barking, and Becky's gonna be like, "Lily, I can't believe you're letting your dog bark." And it's Becky's no. We dog. should record me saying that. So, shy when you edit it, we can blame the dog barking on Lily. Lily, can you keep your dog quiet for once? <laughs> All right. Sabaka, come, come. In, in any event, you see Luke coming into his a, you know, coming into his own. He gets traumatized, and then. I heard an incredible interview with one of the voice actors from the Clone Wars, and he, um, I want to say he was being interviewed in Zachary Levi's podcast, uh, the Picking Favorites podcast, and he talks about how you've got to look at Luke in Return of the Jedi like Clint Eastwood. Like, he's walking into the most dangerous mobster in the galaxy's den, and he's essentially saying... This is the last mistake you'll ever make because he got the he's got this plan. He's walking in in black and he goes and he hacks up all the bad guys and he escapes. And then he walks again right into the emperor's throne room and says, you know, I'm I'm prepared to die for all of this. And you know, kind of fearless character. So I think that is important for understanding that he has fallen from some kind of grace and achievement and. Um, edge to his character that people don't often give him credit for they often just remember the tossy station kid so if you don't if you don't if you want to see that character develop i'd rewatch it just to watch that but i don't think you have to go back and watch all of the star wars movies maybe you should though um uh, unbuckle and buckle some things that i feel like or me no i got i meant something from amazon arrived i want to open it you can't wait no, it's this new travel mug I ordered. I'm really excited about We're, it. We want to see Okay, it. I just want to say, I'm just going to say it. It may be pregnancy. It may not be pregnancy. But it's literally made her have double personality disorder. <laughs> Where, like, if you click your mouse too loud on a podcast, she's, or your internet isn't up to her standards. She, like, rips you a new one. But yet she's able to receive packages. <laughs> Check out in a travel mug, cook some dinner, and, and, and nobody can say right. anything. Okay, so Will. Yes. Um, so have we? Have we? Who do you think Ray's parents are? Well, you know, I think 
Sorry. I think it's too obvious if it's um, Leia and Han. Like, it's too much of a mirror of Luke and Leia being siblings. Um, so, but I also, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think it's as a very easy thing for them to have done. See, like you said, we were not uh, conscious of the fact that, you know, we were not, a, we didn't have a big reveal moment with Darth Vader. So we don't know in that time if people were like, oh, it was so obvious or people were genuinely shocked. I don't know. Maybe now people will be like, no, we were so shocked, but were you really? So like, I, if they make that the big reveal, nobody's going to be surprised, I don't think. Um, but I would say that you going over all the shit that happened to Luke makes it kind of unrealistic to think that in all that time he would have, like, found a woman to, like, you know, fall in love with and have a baby with and then forget about her or, like, Luke just had, like, a one-night stand, <laughs> which just seems absurd to me, for him to be her dad. You know, like, you just, all the whole story you told about him makes it just seem like he's pretty traumatized. And then, like, I get, maybe he would have then tried to start a family. The wife died. He had to hide the kid. I think it could be Luke. Seems right. a bit unrealistic, too, but I think it could yeah, be Luke. That's a good point. All right, hang on one second. I got to rehab Becky. She fell off the call. Oh, wait, no, Becky, back no, on. She can I just got, join. Yeah, no, I fell off. She can just join. Oh, I fell wow. off the call. No, you're back on. Oh, the cool. lily. Um, Okay. Beck, do you, do you want to make a call on the parentage? I'm just going to go in and go what I always hoped was that she's Luke's daughter. Right. I mean, yeah. that's what I hope. That's what I think. I'd like it to be that. I Listen, I won't be disappointed if she's Kylo Ren's twin. I still think that will be, you know, cool and the mirroring of the previous, you know, of, of I mean, of, of Luke and Leia. Like, I, I still think that will all be really cool. But I, I'd like her to be Luke's daughter. Because I almost feel like Luke needs... He needs something good in his life. Poor there, guy. There but well, did he hide her, or does he does he know that's his daughter? Or did like his oh hundred percent, hundred percent. It's part I, of her Jedi training. She had to find him. Ooh, that's that's intense. terrible, terrible parenting. It's legit. Okay. He doesn't have a good role model though. Are there any old characters? Right. So in the last one, we had Admiral Akbar and Nine Numb. I'm hoping you guys know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I know who Admiral Akbar is. Nine Numb is a little pilot guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, yeah. yeah the, mm-hmm. So they, they, they were back. Um, Admiral Akbar probably won't because the actor died. Are there any... Well, yeah, old... they had to read, like, construct his CGI face. No, you're, right? th- that's Grand Moff Tarkin from Rogue One. Oh. Admiral Akbar is the fish oh, guy. Confusing. It's a trap. Oh, okay. right, yeah. Oh, yeah. I confused them. Are there any random Star Wars characters from the original films or even the prequels that could conceivably still alive that you conceivably still be alive that you would like to see pop up in this or the next movie? Jar Jar Binks, obviously. <laughs> um, I don't imagine well versed enough like you, Shy, to be able to. Um. Too. Any of the guys in the band from that bar, <laughs> we don't know their longevity no, of those we species. We technically don't know what happened to them. That's true. Now, do you or mean... the longevity of those species. So they could possibly be still there. So do you mean the original band, or do you mean Max Rebo, the blue elephant guy? Ooh, Isn't he in the original band? Guy. No, he's in the what band you... in Jabba's Palace, but it's, it's possible they all died oh. on the ship that blew up. No, I, then I would say the original band. Okay. 
Anybody from that original band? Um, I mean, all the people that we really love are like, you know, you see 3PO, R2D2. Um, I assume what's his Chewbacca still? Did, he didn't die, did he? No, 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 he right. no, no. he's alive. He, you know, right, he's, but he's he, alive. He's grieving. He's grieving the loss of uh, Han. I'm not sure he's the last of his kind. I thought he was the last of his kind. It's unclear to me as to whether all of the... it's The Han Solo solo movie, I'm sure, will talk about what happened to the Wookiees. But unless they were all killed, I think it's more that he was rescued at some point from slavery or something like that. Um, And that they used the Wookiees to build Imperial things. Lily, is that your baby in the background? Yeah, but he's like two rooms away with the door shut. There's nothing I can do about that. Okay, fair enough. Um, I blame his father. So I, I would, among the characters I wouldn't mind seeing, number one, I would love to see some Lando. Just like, even if it's a short cameo where they have to go in, into some like smoky bar and ask Lando for advice or to borrow a ship or something like that. I, and probably, he's like super old. Yeah, he's just super old. Right. But maybe that's not possible. Like just like a cameo. Yeah. Well, just, the actor's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, love, I'd love to see some Billy D. Williams just as old Lando. He doesn't have to be a main character. I'd watch a whole Lando spinoff, but... They I'd... cast the young Lando, didn't oh, they, yeah, for that's the... Donald, that's Donald Glover. That's going to be Glover, amazing. right. They should the... have just made a Lando spinoff Lando of Donald movie. Glover. <laughs> <laughs> gotten the whole notion of doing a... and the guy from baby driver <laughs> so interesting why are you so is. against why are you so against Han Solo getting his own is he's a core yeah, character a why are you like so against him for his own movie because you just think he has no arc until he meets Luke and Leia I think yeah, that... he's like a rebel uh, thief I mean what better movie could there possibly be literally it's You're like the so best money maker it and it's uh, like okay I think that I think that I love Han Solo. He's cool. But I think he... And, and Harrison Ford has said this himself. Han Solo is a not very complex side character. And to suddenly start <laughs> giving tons of backstory to this character, is it's going to be like... It's going to be like... What? The, what is going on? <laughs> this is all Becky. All Becky. I don't know what all... you're talking about. Um, it's, but, I love but, how you guys are both acting Here's like the thing. Couldn't, couldn't it just be a fun thief action movie like why does he have to be complex right but Wouldn't you okay. like love just watching follow, him on the screen follow me here as a kid it the aliens and alien right i mm-hmm. love i love prometheus i kind of like alien covenant but can we agree no, that we were better off just not knowing where the aliens came from and that being more scary sure in oh I, was, I hated the new alien movie so it's the same kind of thing it's that like there's so much it's bob it's the same thing i feel about boba fett um all we've learned about Boba Fett is that he was like this little kid clone. Uh, I would have rather not learned anything about Boba Fett. I would have rather just thought of Boba Fett as this mysterious hunter. Now I know that Boba no, that Fett I is agree. little like Django Fett's little buddy, twin clone guy. Information I didn't need. And that he's related to all of the stormtroopers. Now some of that is George Lucas's fault, but some of that is just the problem when you go and you unpack and you give a backstory to something that was never really... Um, Meant there. to have a backstory. Not every, not everyone needs an origin story. Exactly. Is what you're getting at. Al- although, I yeah, will, but I, it's too much of a money maker. They're not gonna well, give that well, up. We'll see. Well, I look. I will say that if Ron Howard, as Becky has said, if Ron Howard has taken over this thing, it has a chance. It, you know, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, 
Okay. With that in mind, we wrap up our conversation about The Last Jedi. We will do an episode after we have all seen it, maybe even one when we're all together. To well, maybe we can actually Jedi. see it together. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe you never we'll know. See, but by then, by then, I will have seen it um, uh, for sure. But um, we when does it come out? Together. On the, the December fourteenth on my birthday. Seriously. So I'm on my birthday. But but I'll definitely see it with you guys when we get a chance to see it all together. And then maybe we can even get some like guest stars for that episode and have maybe that can be the one where mom actually guest stars. And we can mm-hmm. get her to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so with that, before we get out, let's talk about some recommendations. Lil. Um, I'm just going to say that you guys have been like on top of me about Orphan Black. And I would like to recommend it to other people out there. Mm. However, you guys failed to mention that I really, really believe it takes until season two to get into it. I don't really? The first season, yeah. <laughs> maybe you guys didn't have the experience. The first season, maybe because I watch other well, shows that are just, just more. Be- Becky like, started suspenseful. midway through the. Oh Becky yeah, started I started midway like, through the first season. I want to say I started like episode still... seven, season one with you, like really. Part yeah, way like through. I think it's it's quite repetitive. So like. Now it's like at least the third time that the bad guys tell her you're in a like Sarah you're in a really bad position you have to make an alter here's your ultimatum make a decision and she could easily they could be like now but they're like you have until morning or you have until midnight so that she can figure out how to get out of it and you're just like but or just tell her she has until then like now decide Sarah so like you have 17 hours to try and figure it out before we kill you or whatever you know so like what do you what do you what do you think of Helena? Um, she's a she's a great character. I didn't think that she had any like purpose other than just being like a psycho villain. But like that is one of the th- reasons why season I think it gets better, much better in season two, is that you know she becomes this very bizarre creature, and the importance she has in the whole story is quite cool. And, you know, they start to peel away very quickly at the end of season one and the beginning of season two. And you've sort of been waiting all season one for things to, like, pick up. So um, I think, yeah, I definitely would recommend it. The Canadianness is amazing for our fans that are listening who live in Canada. Maybe it's just like, oh, whatever, same old, same old. But if you, like, know anything about Canada and then don't live there anymore, it's super fun to watch. And, um, yeah, this, this actress is like, I wish they gave Academy Awards for TV because she mind blown. Uh, they like, do. It's called an Emmy. And no, but like, I feel like she needs more than an Emmy. Like she, you, this she is won amazing. an Emmy for it, right? She did. She won an yeah. Emmy, but like, I'm like, why didn't she get more Emmys? Like this, uh, mind blown. I would have given it to her for, I'm so convinced that those people are different that when they're not in the show for a while, I'm like, well, they haven't been in the show for a while as if they were real people. No, you said that to me too. And I was like, yeah, but it's always her. I, there, Jose says it's the most with Kasima that it does, it seems like it's a completely different actress. Like it's not, and, I don't recognize her at all as the same person. It's amazing. And apparently, and apparently, and I don't know this for sure, the one she is most, most sounds like and acts like in real life is Kasima. Oh really? Oh, really? I, thought you said Beth. I thought you said Beth. Uh, maybe Beth. But uh, we don't or Kasima. even really. But it's Casima or Beth. Much. It's not. It's not Allison or. Um, or Sarah. Well, because she's not British. She's from I think Vancouver. The, the thing that I should. The thing that I would tell you, Lil, and that I I once Beth was sort of 
not alive, I, and they stopped the whole Sarah pretending to be Beth thing. I mm-hmm. kind of forgot about Beth. Right. But her character and the story of what happened to her comes back later. So don't forget the Beth stuff. I forgot. No, the Beth I mean, stuff I, I mean, like Beth. I don't. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm still close to season one, so I remember it. But I mean, that's good advice. Um, Maybe take but some like, notes. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like I, I want to keep watching. Whereas before I was like, oh, okay, it's short, it's easy, it's on Netflix. But now I'm like, I recommend it as like a good show. Yeah, um, she's awesome. I, I, she's the best actress I've ever seen. Um, Becky, any recommendations? No, I'm not watching anything new. I'm uh, just, you know, just plugging through some some shows we already got in progress. Walking Dead, Shameless. You know, took Lily's um, recommendation, started Mindhunter, saw the first episode. Really oh, different, really different, really yeah. cool. I'm going to keep it at renewed. it. It got renewed for a second season. I think oh, Lily cool. can take credit for that. Yeah, probably. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm curious what you and did you watch it with Vlad? Um, actually, in a classic mom movie, that's what I wanted to bring up. One of my favorite things about mom is her willingness to re-watch something she has just seen, like moments ago. If she thinks that's it's a very good immediately point. rewatch it. And it's amazing. That's it's like a such point. a gift. Like what a gift. She was halfway through episode three when Vlad and I like came into the living room and she's like, Oh, you guys gotta see this show. It's so good. We're like, Oh yeah, yeah, we've heard about it. She's like, No, no, no. <laughs> right now. We're gonna start again. <laughs> we did it. That's actually That's awesome. a very awesome point about yeah, mom. Yeah, it's a great mom move. She's yeah, always I willing to rewatch something. I'm not always willing to rewatch something, but there's certain things that I really want to watch with someone when I watch it the second time. No, no, no. Like yeah. Enjoy that experience. That's a good them. point. Yeah. Here's the thing. Earlier in the day, I was like, oh, mom, I want to watch this movie, mm-hmm. Beatrice at dinner. I, I heard it's really good. She's like, oh, I just watched that on the airplane. <laughs> oh, I didn't. She's like, I didn't love it. It was strange, but let's rewatch it right now. And I'm like, oh, she's too much. And we so did. Cute. No way. Yeah. She's such a classic mom. I saw Logan Lucky. Was shy, right? Like a few months ago, two, two, three months ago, and I cause hasn't seen it, and I'm like, oh, I just saw it. I don't feel like watching it again. Yeah, and I'm actually like three months I, ago. Um, oh, I rewatched it with Ali. I loved it. Yeah, the I think ending, maybe I will. Um, it was really good. The the ending of Beatrice at Dinner is underwhelming, but the movie itself is very good, and yeah? I and I did enjoy it a lot. Yeah. This is just like some lady named Beatrice eating dinner. No, it's uh, Selma Hayek. Uh, it's an amazing cast. It's like Selma Hayek, yeah. John Lithgow, Connie Britton, Jay Duplass. Um, it's really good. Chloe Savini, and then the the sister Sarah from Transparent, whose mm-hmm. name I can't remember. It's really good, and it's like a dinner party of all these like really really wealthy, I guess like conservative stereotype stereotypical people having like this fancy dinner party and Salma Hayek plays the healer massage therapist of the hostess whose car breaks down and ends up staying for dinner and the the tension and the conflict between between her character and and the other characters the the contrasts between them it's, it's really good cool mm-hmm. um so I've got two I've got two quick ones before we go out number one uh psych the TV show that was on USA for many years is doing a like limited series movie this week where we'll revisit the characters. That show to me is that the fans of it are, of course, huge, huge fans, huge cult success. I picked that up on Netflix in a period where I was just looking for a show to keep me over between shows. Ended up falling in love with that show. I rewatched an episode last night that was just on syndicated television. And um, uh, it is 
super show. I think you both will really love it. You will love the relationship between the two main characters. So, A, I take the opportunity the fact that I'm going to watch the movie this week when it comes out. What is that? Someone popping popcorn? What is happening? I have to take an Alka-Seltzer, like my a Tums, like my I really bad heartburn. It's really unbearable. I'm just saying I'm allowed to make noise in the next five episodes five times. And Becky hey, can't just, say anything you do, to me. If you do, do it while I'm on like a really good riff. Okay? Right. Make sure you wait for that. Yeah. Uh, I, um, the heartburn is painful. Okay. Okay. No, I want. I don't want you to have heartburn. But didn't we go through like a whole instructional thing about how to use the mute button a few minutes ago? Oh shit! Good point. Right. Okay. I'll Good use point, the mute button. Shy. Thank you, Good Shy. Point. I'm sorry. Um, I'll, so, I'll mute while I choose. Anyways, I'm not. I'm not upset at all. It doesn't matter. Um. In any event, so psych <laughs> the movie. People should watch it, but you should also go back and watch that show. It is not on any streaming platform right now, which I think is freaking tragic because it is the perfect. It's too bad. Flip, flip on Amazon or Netflix kind of show. Uh, so I highly recommend that. And then I'll just close on the fact that last night, Allie and I watched Long Time Running, the documentary about the Tragically Hip's last tour. Oh, I saw that interview. And it was a gut punch. I can't Aww. even tell you if it was like a cinematically good or not good documentary, but it was extremely raw and revealing and I think courageous and just so generous that Gord Downey, not only did he do that tour, but was willing to let people behind the scenes and that the band let people behind the scenes the way they did for that tour to show you what he was going through in the um, in the, what turned out to be the final tour that the band went on um, after he was diagnosed with brain cancer and had survived a very, very, very intense brain surgery. Mm. Um, and as a fan, it was, it was both wonderful and difficult to watch because it was really... Well, when they made this, they didn't know this was the end for sure, but it was the end. It also has just a beautiful soundtrack and touches every single great, not every single, but so many great Tragically Hip songs. So anybody who loves music, even if you've never heard a single note of that band, should watch this documentary. Uh, long time running, Tragically Hip. It is on Netflix. Cool. And with that. It's a good note to end with, on. And with that, um, I wish you guys a great week. Um, Thank you. I'm no, traveling I'll, on Wednesday to Becky. Travel safely. Well, to th- and, Wednesday to Barcelona, Thursday to Becky. And um, the the theme music will be on now. We'll play the whole theme music for the sure. outro dance. Sure, the dancing. Whole thing. Dancing. All right. I love you guys. Love you too. I love you. Sorry for all the noise this time. I'll be more under control in the future. No, That's okay. Totally yeah. humorous. Um, right. But I these new shoelaces really did work out. They're they're fantastic. What? Oh, that was one of the other things in my Amazon box was these new shoelaces I got. So you got Alka Seltzer and shoelaces. No, I All ate right. Alka Seltzer. I got that. shoelaces and a travel mug. Um, no. But that Lily, I'll, I'll send you a picture. They're good shoelaces. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Okay. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> no, but she slept on my couch yesterday for like four hours in the middle of the day. She's so cute. I love when she does that. She's so tired. Um, no, but she does do things like, well, can I listen to you while you record your podcast? And I'm like, no, you can't. You have to like listen to it once it's released. She goes, fine, then I'm just going to take a nap. You know, <laughs> she's so cute. <laughs>